0: You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Jason, Jason, <laughs> Jason. What are you, stupid? You're an idiot, Jason. Jason. Anyway, this is take two. Welcome back to the Resilient Human Podcast. And uh, yeah, I literally forgot to push record the first time around. So luckily, we were only 30 seconds in before I noticed that, oh, wait, I'm I'm not not recording. My voice isn't showing up on the the recording screen here. It's almost
1: like you haven't done this 30 odd times already. Option T. (laughs) You took down the sticky note. Shouldn't (laughs) have done that. that.
0: Anyway, we're back. This is it. So we were saying mm-hmm. that we're now into just over 30 episodes in. And as of recording, uh, we're over 4,000 downloads or listens.
1: 4,000?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. To think that it's not 4,000 people. I'm no. I'm not sure. No. I don't know what the unique listenership is. Mm-hmm. But uh, people have listened to us chatting 4,000 times. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's a lot more than just like our moms. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe yours. Hey, my mom.
0: Yeah, it's definitely definitely more than just our, our parents listening. So it's kind of neat. Anyway, and that's, it's actually, now that I think about it and mm-hmm. put that into perspective, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Hmm. Kind of some perspective and gratitude. Okay. Isn't
1: that neat? It is. I oh, not... uh, could I express my gratitude to you right now? You can. Well, I have really enjoyed my time on this podcast.
0: Well, thank you very much. Well,
1: thank you for having me. Yeah. It's really it's it's a good old time. I was nervous at first, but it went away somewhere around episode 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll dive in here. So today's episode is I I keep hearing this from, um, we'll call them influencers, I guess, or even like yoga or fitness gurus. And they talk about, you know, living in the now, living in the present. Hmm. And it sounds amazing.
1: It would be a nice place to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've questioned, what does that actually mean? And so I wanted to start kind of digging into some... Practical, useful advice on mm-hmm. how you can actually live in the now and live in the present. So, what what can you actually do as opposed to just thinking, uh, "I'm gonna live in the now, now."
1: Yeah, here I <laughs> okay. go. What? Are, yeah, what are those things?
0: And so when I when I was thinking about this, it brought me back to a a movie. <laughs> I laughed laugh pretty hard at this. <laughs> it's uh, Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. you've probably seen that because you have kids too
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it was Master Ugwe. he's a really old turtle and this is the exact quote from Master Ugwe that kind of inspired this, this podcast episode so he says quit, don't quit, noodles, don't noodles you are too concerned with what was and with what will be yesterday is history tomorrow is a mystery but today is a gift and that's why it's called the present. And it's so insightful.
1: It's really neat, just the fact that it's called the present. Really. Right. Like that's something to think about right there.
0: So really the future and the past, they're really just ideas. The past it's not it's not that it didn't happen. It it happened, but oftentimes when we recollect the past, We inject our own versions or we manipulate, whether it's conscious or unconscious, what actually happened. Mm. Unless there's like a video and, you know, you can see this with people that recount uh, crimes that happened, like they were witnesses. If they're trying to describe what they saw and you have five different people, you're going to have five different versions of the same story. So that's why the past yes it happened but oftentimes what's in our head it's not real it's, yeah. it's just a thought it's just an idea and that's the same way when we tell ourselves our own stories it's off it's oftentimes
1: either embellished or not as embellished as it was well time can time can skew skew things and can skew your perspective on things. Just like and the... you're never the same person as you were the day before. So you're going to keep changing those memories into what you want them to be.
0: True. And that's, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. No, no. That's just reality. Human nature. It's like that game of telephone.
1: Oh, gosh. The how me- many times have I played that in my classroom? Oh, yeah. Oh. The
0: message starts out as what it is. And then by the time it gets to the other end, and that happens in what? Minutes? Yeah. Imagine the stories that we tell ourselves over years. Mm. It's not... They can't be the same stories as what's, what they once were. Mm -hmm. And going to the other side of that, the future is also an idea. It, the future is going to happen. We just don't know what that is. We have no idea what the outcomes are going to be. Now we can plan and, and do things that will make our goals and ambitions more likely or more possible, but the future is still an idea. It can't It's not a real thing.
1: Understood. Now, when you say planning and looking, and we talk about goal setting and things like that, um, I find that can take away from living in the moment a little bit. So I'm sure you're going to say there needs to be a bit of a balance here. I'm one of those people that struggle with living in the moment because I'm often thinking about what comes next and planning is part of that.
0: Okay, so why? So it can
1: get carried away.
0: Why is that a problem?
1: Um, for myself specifically, I notice that my mind is elsewhere when I'm somewhere. Now, not necessarily th- this moment in time, but very, very often I catch myself not fully participating in what's happening or fully enjoying what's happening because my mind is focused on what happens after that.
0: Okay. So you're focused too much on what what happens m- next. What might be as opposed to what is
1: often it's what I need to do next. Okay. It's like a running to do list in my mind. So even when I'm could be having a lovely conversation with somebody, I will find myself distracted with thoughts of what do I have to do after this is over?
0: And what does that do to your relationships to the people that are around you when that happens
1: well i work i work harder i have to work harder to make those relationships work Um, but it's a sensible answer to say it detracts from those conversations for sure because if i'm elsewhere in my mind then i'm not fully listening Hmm. right and i listening is uh, important
0: It's funny. I heard, I heard something about that with, when it comes to having a conversation with somebody Mm. and oftentimes we are formulating what we are going to say next, as opposed to, you know, empathetically listening to what the person is telling us. So that's hard. I'm not saying that's easy and you can just flick a switch and like, Oh, that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. It takes concerted effort and practice to be able to it's a skill it's it's like a muscle Mm -hmm. you have to flex it and work it otherwise you'll never you know attain or adapt to that that ability so what are things that you can do this is kind of a tangent (laughs) we haven't even we haven't even dove into this yet um actually no that's kind of this this goes into the last one okay so uh, i'm gonna go right to to the end yeah okay So I have three tips here on ways that we can actually focus on being in the present. I'm just going to start at the end of the list as opposed to the start of the
1: list. Is it write things down?
0: No, it's focusing on others when they're around us. And so that goes back to what we just talked about, about that conversation Mm -hmm. and truly listening to what that person is saying. How do you do that? What are some things that you can do? To show and to actually practice listening attentively to the person that's talking,
1: you can look at them. There you go. There's one take. Make tip. eye contact. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it with you right now. Um, well, it's really hard to turn the brain off, but just allowing their words to come into your own brain and let them mull, roll around a little bit before you come across with your rapid response or the f- thought that you were formulating when they were talking or the, yeah, I know how you feel because I've been there myself as well. So all, to me, all of those are a little bit um, wishy-washy.
0: Signs of affirmation that you understand what they're saying are another great, nodding, right? Mm-hmm. So nodding, mm yes, I agree, whatever it is. Um, so those are all little ways. Little ways to flex that attentive muscle mm-hmm. that you can use. But if you're really
1: good at it, you can fake those, and people will think you're listening to them. It's true. When really you're not.
0: So I'm starting a course tonight, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. The other way of focusing on on others um, is asking questions. That's a really good one. And so the guy that I'm I'm taking the course with, who's the kind of the lead instructor, or whatever. He talked, I remember listening to one of his podcasts and he talked about going to a, a dinner party and he didn't tell anybody anything about him. He just kept asking everybody else questions and found out later after the party that everybody thought he was like the, the best life of the conversationalist in the room. Like, wow, he was really interesting. They, and if you would have asked them or quizzed them later, so what does he do or you know, anything about him? they couldn't tell you a thing. No. Because he didn't say anything about himself. He only asked questions. So that's a gr- a really good tip to focus on others when they're around us, is to just start asking them questions. And we do that at the gym here. When we take a new person through our onboarding program, I have this acronym that I kind of keep in the back of my head, and it's called FIRE, Family Interests um, Recreation Education. And so those things are the topics that I try to dive in on because they're things that people love to talk about. Like if I say, hey, where are you
1: from? Right. What are you going to tell me? I'm going to tell you where I'm from. Oh. Oh, thanks for asking. I'm from Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, and then that's a point of conversation from there. There you go. You probably know someone from there. I do. (laughs) But people
0: love talking about where they're from. People love talking about what they like to do. People Mm -hmm. love talking about their family. Like it's, it's all part of it. So, um,
1: yeah. So really what we're saying here is one reason, one way to live in the moment is pay attention to other people. This is the lesson. Yeah. I really like that. I did not see that one coming.
0: (laughs) I saw saving it for the last and you ruined it. I'm so sorry. It's good. I'm glad we're- what happens when we don't rehearse anything. We're starting off hot, so it's all good. Okay. Um, and this can go, now you can use these tips and, and tricks or strategies in a selfish way as well, and I'm going to, again, this is kind of going to the end first, but it's all backwards today. Um, if you are feeling crummy, hmm. doing any of these things will immediately change your mood. Yes. Instantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was on a call with my uh, one of my business mentors, and these were the strategies. He goes, you know, if you're having a bad day or feeling crummy, send three people a message and tell them what they mean to you. Holy crap. It's like that
1: habit stacking we were talking about the other day, you know, waiting in line for coffee, send a message to somebody, say, hi, how are you doing today? I'm thinking of you. Yeah. It'll do wonders for your own mental health. It's crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. So yeah, yeah. It's okay to be, to have the intent of being selfish, but you're going to change somebody else's day as a result as well, which is really, it's really cool. So that's my, my homework to you. I'll, I'll review this at the end, but. I want you to do that after you're done listening to this episode or even pause it right now. You have the ability to do that. You can just hit pause, slide out of this app or whatever you're listening to, and send a message to somebody in your life that you care about and just say, hey, like you, like you said, I'm just thinking about you. Um, tell them what you mean, what they mean to you, and I guarantee your, your day will be better. And so will theirs. And
1: so will theirs. Man, that's good. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, the original first one, which will now be the second one, is should be an obvious one to most people. And I can I can hear Cheryl on the other end of this microphone. Like she's I know she's going to listen to this, but she's like, say it, say Say it.
1: it. When is she going to say it?
0: Meditation. Yes. I could just hear it now. She she's probably like clapping her hands right now as she's listening.
1: Yeah, you said it.
0: So meditation, obviously, right? If you want to focus on the present moment, meditation is a great way to do that.
1: I wanna ask it. well, it's doesn't happen right away. Correct. Yes. For me, meditation was very and can be very, very difficult and almost the opposite of what you know when your mind drifts away my mind will often drift to the past or future okay it's not on the present um so what advice would you give to people who really have just a, just open that meditation door kind of thing
0: yeah so for one be patient with the pro- the, the process it's not the first time you do it your mind is going to be all over the place. And the 10th time you do it, it's going to be all over the place. And even the 50th time that you do it, the point of a meditation session though, is not to be, have a clear mind the whole time. If in that, let's say you do a five minute meditation. If in that five minute meditation, you have a sliver of a moment of clarity in that time, that's success. That's it. You you don't need to. It's not the point. The point isn't to have five minutes of clarity is to have a moment. And if you can recognize that and appreciate that, you're going to continue doing it more often because then those little slivers turn into port portions or little morsels or chunks. And then it's like, oh, and then you kind of start to get it and you'll see them more often. And. You're going to see them more often throughout your day when you're not meditating. That's when it gets really cool.
1: Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. It's really it. Tell me about this interesting
0: The other part of moment. it isn't about just those moments of clarity, but it's also about focusing on your own breathing. So when I when I use Headspace, it's the app that I use, uh, not sponsored. Uh <laughs> oftentimes it starts with a breathing exercise Mm -hmm. or I'll select one that is a dedicated breathing exercise. And when I'm focused on my breathing, that's the present. Yeah. That's it. There's no other present moment than when you're focusing on your own breath.
1: It's kind of hard to focus on anything else when you are. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Now there's some of them. I've, I, ticked over into some of the advanced, I'm doing quotes here, the advanced um, headspace courses, but it's more silence than it is guided. So they start out, you know, take a deep breath, breathe out, they do it a couple times, and then it's just silence for almost 10 minutes straight. Mm. And what do you do, right? So I go through like a a head-to-toe body scan, again, another way of being in the present, but I close my I have my eyes closed and I start at the top of my head and it's almost like an x-ray. It's kind of just going down my body very slowly, go through my eyes, my cheeks, my neck, shoulders, all the way down to my toes. It usually takes about two minutes to get from head to toe. And I'm just tuning in, we've talked about this before, but I'm just tuning in to the sensations that I'm feeling. If I get down to my you know chest and I start to feel some... Okay. So there's some tightness in there. Hmm. I'm not analyzing it. I'm noticing it. Yeah. So it's not, to, I'm not judging any feeling or emotions that I'm feeling. I'm just being aware of it. Hmm. So it's like, Hmm, that's interesting. And then I keep going down, right?
1: That's a difficult uh, thing to, a skill to practice as well. It is very much.
0: And we talk about that in, or it's talked about in the precision nutrition world as well um mind body scan and it's tuning into your hunger cues. Like how hungry do I feel right now on a scale of one to ten? And oftentimes you just have to close your eyes and then feel. So for for me right now, I'm gonna kinda give myself a self assessment here. I'm gonna tune in. <laughs> I'm probably at about a f- uh, four and a half, maybe a five out of ten for hunger. Like, I could eat, but I don't have to. I should eat. Yes.
1: <laughs> My body tells me, if if there's food nearby, you should probably have it soon. Okay. Yeah. So I will when this podcast is over.
0: So me- meditation does not have to be sitting down, closing your eyes, and listening to some somebody guide you through it. It, it can be parts, like, built into your day mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I'm going to tune in and see how I'm feeling for hunger, right? And that's, that's living in the moment. That's living in the present. It's not reacting or responding. If I look at the clock, oh, it's 1130. I need to eat now. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the, that's the clock. That's an external cue. What is my body saying? Right. And I understand that's not possible for everybody. There's a bunch of shift workers and teachers out there you have to eat on the clock because you don't have a choice Mm -hmm. totally get that but you also don't live at your job you have a life outside of that hopefully (laughs) Um, so i'm not saying during work time tune in you might have to tune in to the external cues that's fine but when you are able to do it yeah and you'll see a big difference
1: I really like the idea of tuning into yourself the way you would tune in to other people just by asking some simple questions
0: Mm. all right i have one more the last one they're all kind of blended together i guess but uh the last one is uh having an attitude of gratitude and i put a slash here slash highlighting small things the small things in life so right now you have a coffee in front of you i do we're gonna do this little exercise okay (laughs) is it warm right now i don't know ish okay i want you to just close your eyes and take a drink well keep your eyes open when it's at your mouth take a drink keep in your mouth swallow
1: okay
0: what'd you notice
1: i noticed i kept it in my mouth longer than normal okay um i noticed i'd like it to be hotter um, uh, that's about it. What should I notice?
0: There's no shoulds. Mm. It's just what did you what notice? What did I notice? And then that's going to guide you into what you're going to do next. So after we're done recording this, that's going in the microwave, I bet.
1: Yes, it is. There you go. Right? This reminds me of my little chocolate bar challenge from Cheryl okay. again. talk about it. Well, this I haven't really started good, it yet. Um, But I was gifted a delicious delicious sea salt dark chocolate bar and we've been talking about mindful eating and just mindfulness in general so our friend Cheryl gave me a little challenge because the last time she gave me a dark chocolate bar she said why don't you savor it one square at a time? Oh, I have one at home, and I just have one square every day. And I said, oh, my gosh, how wonderfully mindful are you? And the next day, I got back, and she said, did you enjoy your square of chocolate? And I said, I ate the whole thing. It was awesome. I, probably, I don't even remember it because it probably just got inhaled. And uh, so we laughed about it. And this week, Cheryl gave me another chocolate bar, and there are some instructions. <laughs> Every day, I must eat one square. I have to, there are some, oh yes, before I put it in my mouth, I'm supposed to note how I'm feeling about it. While it's in my mouth, I'm supposed to have it in there a long time, see how long I can let it melt for before I start, you know, chewing. (laughs) Oh, maybe I won't do any chewing. I haven't started this yet, so it'll be really interesting. Um, But to do this one day at a time and note the feelings and how they change over time about the experience. So I'm kind of excited. She gave it to me yesterday and I (laughs) bragged today that my mindfulness moment was just looking at the chocolate and not eating it, but really I forgot. So I'm going to start today and I think what I'm going to do is uh, do some recording of some of the feelings that I have around it so we can kind of look back and see how it affected me
0: I create like a like a voice memo maybe or
1: maybe just a little journal that goes along with it you know while I'm while I'm following her instructions just record a little a little ditty on the experience itself and how I feel about it that's cool we'll see what happens because I'm known for not eating mindfully so this is a really good practice for me
0: and that's actually what I had Noticing the taste and texture of your food mm. is one simple example of living in the now. Wow. And mm-hmm. you mentioned this before about eating like a bag of chips. Your, your mouth is still chewing the chips while your hand is reaching into the bag
1: for the next It the doesn't next matter portion. what I'm eating. I noticed it with my fork. I could be yeah. working my way through a steak and like the next bite is on the fork perched in my hand, looking at it while I'm chewing one. I'm obviously not eating mindfully. I'm not living in the moment. I'm living in whatever happens next. Great. That's the
0: future. What's yeah. the next thing? Next, mm-hmm. next, next. As opposed to stop, slow down. Yeah. It really, most yep. most of these come down to your
1: breath. And I will tell you though, the when you start noticing it, it becomes easier to notice every time, which is really nice. Like at first it was just, here and there and now I notice it more and more so the more I notice it the more I try to uh, take some steps to live in the moment just put that fork down and chew on the bite I have enjoy what's in front of me that's right Mm -hmm.
0: so highlighting small things that can be things with your food it could be how you feel immediately after a workout it could be looking around (laughs) I do this sometimes at the gym where. If I'm not coaching, or I'm done coaching, and another class is going on, I just kind of sit back and observe. And be like, "Damn, like I made this, yeah. <laughs> right?" Things like, are going all right. It's pretty cool to see that sometimes. So, it's that that attitude of gratitude again. Just like focusing on others and meditation, it's a practice. It's a skill. It's something that you need to just work away at. And you'll get better at noticing things. You'll get better at, you know, exuding gratitude. And then you'll notice that other people start doing it around you. And mm-hmm. that's when you start to change the people around you as well, which is neat. Like that's, just focusing on that right now is kind of like a nice. We're both little, sitting here smiling a at nice each warm other. idea,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish everybody could see us sitting here with our silly grins on. It's a feel-good episode, Kevin. certainly is. Mm.
0: There's no, like, pointing or anything like that. It's all all internal. We're pointing inside today. Yeah. It's kind of neat. All right. That's your feel-good episode for this Monday. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.